Welcome to Two Girls, One Server. I'm just filling space because you're supposed to be shit here eventually. talking to um anki about that the other day and the concept of like being so available and feeling like i need to be available at all times for some reason and part of that is i think because most of my friendships have been maintained over the internet so like that's the only way you have access to people is by messaging them or calling them or whatever it is but also it's just like chronically online generation not really realizing that i can just turn my phone off and the world isn't going to burn (laughs) (laughs) i know i i have the same problem i because you know like too that fucks me is like the read receipts where i'm like i i can't open this message because they'll see that i've read it and i don't have the time to respond right now and then they'll get upset and i'm like i have to just like be okay with the fact that I'm not like no not everyone overthinks like I do but they probably do too also I just have to be like I don't know I like save I have this bad habit especially now on my Instagram like I have this bad habit of just like letting my messages pile up because I'm like I don't have the time I don't have the time and then I have like 50 messages I have to go through because it shows people if I read them my friend used to send me well she still does but she sends me videos on Instagram and I used to think that I like I needed to set the time to watch all of them at once and then it just got overwhelming because she kept sending them and I didn't have the time to sit down and watch them and now there's like 50 plus videos in the queue and I feel like I can't go back and watch them because it's just so many videos (laughs) no it's so funny it's you and Aaron who like send me so many TikToks and the other night I was it was actually really funny because the other night I guess Aaron was up to like I guess like three in the morning on like a Saturday night and I was asleep and I woke up in the morning and I had like 50 TikToks. And so I like just brewed my cup of coffee and I sat down and I was just like, all right, <laughs> morning TikTok scroll from Aaron. And I just like went through all of them and reacted. It's a personal but for it's you just page. Like, yeah, exactly. It's my it's my Aaron for you page. But that like happens to me too. I, I like and I love it when it's from my friends because like maybe I don't have the time to like watch them all the time. But, like, I love, like, that backlog of, like, oh, my friends were thinking about me. They sent yeah. me all these little videos. But it's always you and her on TikTok. Yeah. So bad on TikTok. I'm, like, barely on there. But it's funny because my For You page on TikTok is very much developed around all the videos you and Aaron sent me. <laughs> so it's, like, not even really my personality. It's, like, my friend personality through them. It's cool. 
Which is good because you'll send yeah. me all the good videos. Exactly. <laughs> no, yours are great though because they're all about like the online friendship thing. <laughs> like checking and in trauma. on each other. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of trauma, I have a date tomorrow. Ooh. I know. It's really cute. I wasn't I'm not I haven't been actively looking and that's why I was kind of like shocked by it because you know everyone's always like it's when you're least expecting it. And I was like, nope, I'm not letting that happen to me. And then this happened. But it's cute because I really like I don't like Tinder, but I sometimes just mindlessly swipe on it when I'm like taking a shit. <laughs> Cause I'm like, why not? And this guy like super liked me and I was like, Oh, he's a Pisces. And normally I would not go for my same species. Um species. because we're crazy we're emotionally a little too emotional for i I don't know but i was like he seems really sweet and so i swiped and then he had like an actual message he like messaged me and it was actually like not like a hey sexy or like what are you doing it was like he actually asked me like a really nice question and i was like wow okay i guess i'll respond and then we started chatting and like it turns out we have a lot of things in common like, we kind of are interested in the same things. And then he was like, do you want to meet up? And I gave him my number. And so we're going on a date tomorrow night. It's very and exciting. I'm shocked. Yeah. From what I've seen I, of like, him, super nice guy. Yeah. Okay. So this is like, <laughs> this is a shout out to all my exes and all the men I've hooked up with. Because fuck y'all. Uh, but I love, I do, I do love you. I, I appreciate you all for the things you taught me. And also because I'm friends with a lot of you. And I can appreciate who you are as people. But I have to say this. I clearly am into emotionally stunted men because this man uses emojis and says LOL and OMG all caps when he texts me. And every time I'm like, do do I also respond with an emoji? Like I'm like not accustomed to like people actually expressing their emotions, especially through a text message. It was like shocking. The first time it came through, it was three of the excessive laugh faces. And I was like, are you laughing? That's something I said in a text message. have an emotion to you? And so I'm like, I can't even imagine if you actually do this in text message. Like you must actually be fun to talk to in person. I (laughs) hope so. Because you had some setups. Like, it's it's such a hard thing. Like, the double-edged sword with the internet is you can have so much chemistry with a person over text or whatever it is. And then you meet up and it's just nothing. Yeah. No, I'm, like, really hoping that doesn't happen. But also, here's the other thing, too. And, (laughs) my God, if it's, like, a year later and he watches these and we're in, like, some deep relationship, this is going to (laughs) sound awful. But I'm, like, truly, like, I am not – I like. I wasn't looking to date and like going on this date is kind of like a surprise. And I think about it and I'm like, fuck, I actually don't want to lose my freedom as a single person. Like I'm not actually ready to let go of the fact that like I get to do this podcast and I have my my OnlyFans and I like, I don't know, I live alone and I'm not quite ready. Like I think I want to like slow date if it is something. Like yes. I've always rushed into shit and I kind of want to be like, I'm going to take this fucking slow. Like we are going to like see each other maybe once a week. We'll see where it goes. If that obviously, if he's not on the same page, no big deal. But I think that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I kind of want to just like, I don't want to. I'm just tired of rushing into things. I'm ready to just like get to know someone while you. Yeah, know yeah. Makes that's sense. Interesting. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. By the time 
the next podcast comes around, you'll you'll have updates. You'll all get to know what happened. By the time the next so. podcast comes around, she'll be married. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she'll have she'll be pregnant and <laughs> canceling the podcast because she has four children. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Fuck. I can't believe that it's been over a year for both of us yeah. since our breakups from yeah the people the people that we broke up from <laughs> i mean <laughs> from our exes <laughs> from the reason i'm terrified to move in with another person <laughs> yeah no that was wild oh hi bean um that was uh, yeah i mean we talked about this in the first episode about how this is our relationship has stemmed from like helping each other get through those, but like watching you get into a really healthy thing from that. And like the fear that you understandably feel because of the effects of that past relationship, but like watching you overcome them and also watching him help you overcome them, like surprising you in ways that you like aren't expecting, like has been so beautiful. It makes <laughs> me really happy. I'm really happy for you both. I also can't wait to meet him. Yes. So, in person. In person. Yes. He's seen me. He has seen me drunk multiple times on video calls. <laughs> yep. So we've definitely met. He just. <laughs> and he heard me yell. He heard me yell about my butt plug. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. That was a very nice so. moment, honestly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited but. for that. Um, and seeing you again in person in general. I know. Like the plan is for Comic Con. I have to find someone to watch the pup, but. I still want to do that. Bring the dog. <laughs> Bring the dog. Put her in a Superman cape. <laughs> Wait, what if we put Sabine? Oh my God! In yes. a Viper costume. Yes. She'd be a hit, and I could get her, she would her be. own little like Comic Con badge because I have that oh. power. It would be adorable. You know, it'd be so cute. This, you know, how they have dog muzzles. You just you put the Viper mask over the muzzle. Yes. Yes. So everyone's gonna think my dog bites people. I'm gonna be like, no, she's just a viper man. <laughs> oh wait, this is so funny. Okay, wait, tangent. So one of the things I'm trying to teach her at the dog park and stuff is to recognize my voice and realize that she needs to come to me when I call her. And if you play oh, Valorant at all, you know there's a very famous line they removed. But it's, I'm constantly going, it. Sabine. Yeah, they removed it. I'm constantly in the dog park going, Sabine, come. And that's like one of her lines in Valorant. She's always like, come. come. And I was like, wow, this is really apt. Like this name worked out perfectly. She's not even paying. This is how bad it is. Like I'm trying to get her to, she's not even. But she knows Sabine. her name at this point. She does. She stopped, but she's turning, she's turning into a stubborn teenager. Sabine. Oh. Nothing. Sabine. She's, she's comfortable now. Yeah. I don't know. She thinks she's better than me. She is. <laughs> Oh my god, I also think I talked about this last time, how she's a flirt, but she's worse than before. She, like, when men come into the dog park, she runs up to them and gets in their laps and licks their faces and, like, looks at them. She does not do this with women. She does not do it. You're gonna have to break her of that habit. It reminds me of my little sister who would, like, hug strangers. You're gonna yeah. be like, no, you can't hug a stranger. They might kidnap you. Yeah, like, men will break your heart. Don't do this. <laughs> They say they love you, and then they leave you. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> like, calm down, girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, uh, I wanted to ask, I, 
to get into the topic of gaming, since we yes. do talk, I actually, I had an idea, and you can totally shut this down and I can cut this out, but I kind of wanted to discuss the Hogwarts thing, the Hogwarts mm. legacy. Because I know that there's a lot of opinions on it, and I think that largely I stand with the right side. <laughs> no one knows what I'm talking because <laughs> anyway, I, I know where I stand on it, but I'm also just like curious because, for example, it, are you down to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I bought the game because Hogwarts and Harry Potter and that world that someone, she who shall not be named, created, got me through. Sorry, she's squeaking. Got me through, like, some of the worst trauma of my childhood. It was it was a very important world to me. It, it mattered a lot to me. However, I adamantly stand against what this woman spews. And I adamantly believe that she created a world that was meant... I mean, unfortunately, now I'm seeing a lot of the parallels that maybe she didn't... She intentionally hid a lot of stuff in the stories. But to me, at the time, and to a lot of kids who read those books... It was a world that she created that contradicts what she states now. It was meant to be a. I think we all, yeah. the people who who fell for that world and and were raised in it, are better, kinder people, um, and are the same people who are calling her out. So that's kind of my stance on it. However, and I disagree with her. So I'm not going to be streaming it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to tweet about it. I'm not going to like actively promote it on any of my social channels i'm playing it because i want to play it for me because i loved the 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 story and i'm excited to immerse myself in that world again but i know a lot of people disagree with me i know so many of my friends who will not buy it who will not support it who are kind of upset with people who do buy it but my that's my kind of my stance that's like where i'm standing on it I, i'm gonna play it and I, but i respect everybody like i truly respect the people who are saying no my, I, I'm one of those people. I, I said yeah, no to I it. figured you were because I, I knew you were kind of silent on it when Dakota and I were talking about it. I, so my thought process isn't quite as extreme in the sense that I don't think you're instantly a bad person if you buy the game or play the game. Like that's thank not, God, that's thank not the God, kind of person that I am. I understand the nuance of it. Um, it's difficult going back and looking at the universe as an adult. I can recognize a lot of the things that she put into the universe that are problematic. The anti-Semitism yes. of the goblins. The goblins. The, the racism and the names and the, like, honestly, Someone just... when I read the books, like, because I never read the books as a kid. I just watched the movies. Uh, like, we started yeah. reading the books when I was little. But I never finished them, and then I watched the movies. And I really enjoyed the movies, but I just mainly enjoyed the universe. Like, I enjoyed mm -hmm. the concept of the universe. And I think that's where that takes off, is it's not entirely that Rowling created a great story. Because while it's an okay story, it's just a cool concept for a universe that people could put themselves in. And that's why yep. it took off so much. Mm -hmm. Um and so that was like an identity thing for people for so long. They they had this fantasy of a world that they couldn't exist in reality. And I understand being difficult to separate that. The unfortunate part with the continuation of things coming out with the series, despite the creators of the game attempting 
to make a difference. I've, I've heard there's a trans character in the game, but apparently the name is still problematic. You can, um, you can also choose to not identify gender-wise with your character. Like, you can choose your, you can choose what you, like, it's not, and while which it's is nice interesting. And to hear that the devs had some input that was a little bit of a fuck you to Rowling, um, I still, the problem lies in the fact that she has said multiple times, the fact that she's still making money off of the franchise is her belief that people support what she has to say. And for that reason, I will no longer put money into the franchise in any way, shape, or form. But I also won't demonize the concept of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I respect that completely. It's interesting, too, what you say, because that is one thing. I will say, like, not a... Not a after the last Harry Potter movie, when she started doing all the... This new, the Fantastic Beast stuff and all, like, mm. when those started... Not only did, like she fuck up royally but i also felt like just this i think something about like the way her hate kind of manifested also made the just everything become less cool yeah like none of the movies were good like no one cared anymore and i like don't honestly feel like it was i don't think the storytelling was good i don't think any of that was successful for many reasons but i also think i i just think that it's it's the only reason this game really calls to me is because of the fact that I feel like it it is it it's harkens back to the idea of Hogwarts and it's an open world where you're supposed to explore the original story. I think it would be different if they had made like a Fantastic Beast game or something like yeah, that. No. I would have been like, well, no. And it, it plays into exactly. I I honestly think that this is the only way a Harry Potter game could be successful with as much outrage against the series is it plays into that fantasy of I get to be a part of this reality. Mm -hmm. I yep. get to be. Yeah. It's what, it's game. what got me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is what I've always wanted when I was a kid. This is what I wanted. Cause honestly um, the books, I've read the books. I remember having a big complaint with the books and that is, it is a lot of strange exposition, which I didn't mind a little bit of world building, but then there's like two seconds, like two pages of fight, and then the book's over. And I'm like, No, it's she's like not a great writer. The book is like she just this happened big. to have a good concept. <laughs> no, it's so true. I, it's so funny too because like I I have gone back and looked at the like tried to read them now, and they still grab me in the sense of like how I felt as a kid. Right. But they're not. It's it's so different. It's like it's such a. I don't know if it's because I've read all the criticisms now and I recognize stuff, or if it's just because I've read better books since. But I'm just like, you had a cool story, and it just. But like, it's the execution's yeah. a little off. I also just I've been shocked. Like the more like it's so funny because when I first heard her hate, I was like very much like this is new. This is separate. Like something happened. Yeah. And then people started calling out like the names that like things that I just like like. Even Seamus Finnegan, I just learned today. I didn't even realize someone had posted. They were like, yeah. "He he's Irish, and all he does the entire series is set things on fire up. and blow things up. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, it, it's just like... like it all kind of clicks. And it's it's part of... It is stuff you would never realize as a kid, which is almost no. worse. Yeah, because, because that's like, how you build... Yeah. But also, like... That also makes me question too, and I and I thought about this too because I almost question like, did Rowling's 
bias and racism that she didn't realize existed in her bring that out like maybe just because of her back like she's british like did that just pop out because of that like did she not even realize what she was doing and then it just manifested itself more and more i will say i fully believe that not everything that is problematic in those books was intentional yeah um, yeah no i think it's just easier to see like, it. hate but i do think that it's built in problematic ideas and prejudice she may not have realized she had or was exactly inherent Um, bias yep inherent bias yes uh and the like it's just the the worst part about it i think is the doubling down like being called on it and not knowing that you're doing it and then just like doubling down on that Mm -hmm. stuff is just so much worse and for yeah. a while, like, her fan responses were great. She was so open to the idea that Hermione could be black. Like, there was a yeah. point in which Car- she... Dumbledore being gay yeah. was, like, the first big thing she said. And that was just, like, oh, cool. But then you realize, why didn't you just do it from the get-go? Yeah. But then all of a sudden, now you can't be a woman and support trans women. And it's just, like, down the rabbit hole. And she just kept digging and digging and digging. And she... Like, it, it yeah. hurts. It hurts me. Because, like, yeah. you could have been such a great influence on so many people, especially mm-hmm. if you made mistakes and owned Acknowledge. Them. Yep. Yep. But, no, you're just going to double down on being a bitch because you think that women can't be women without a vagina? Like, I don't... No, I know. I also think it's fascinating because, like, like also, like, it's it's the it's the it's the hate the hatred Hmm. it's like at the end of the day it's like okay if you really don't want to believe that fine if 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 you want to be like i don't necessarily agree but if you're gonna actually actively try to prevent people from being yeah women that's the different story it's like when you start denying rights too yes her voice like that changes everything you can't just yeah, you either have to be silent or be good. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Like, don't talk about it then because you're giving politicians and everybody else who wants a platform in your country uh, that to spew what you're spewing, that platform. Like, you can be like, I don't agree, but I'm not going to ever deny you a right. But, like, you're actively allowing people to be denied rights. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. It, it is definitely tough because, like, I, I thought long and hard about how I was going to approach this game. I really did because I had multiple conversations with friends. It's cra- It's actually crazy to me how much thought went into this. And I actually think it's really good to know that people are thinking critically through this. I mean, some people. <laughs> there's a lot of people who are – I feel like there's a whole new fan base that is actively buying it because they agree with her, which is unfortunate because, to me, yeah. that is not – what at least harry potter is supposed to be yeah. um at all unfortunately but is now being it's just crazy to me but anyway um i i think that it's awesome that people are able to have conversations in a healthy way about this game because i don't think we ever really think that critically about what we consume i think it's easy to just buy a game yeah. and not think about who are the creators and what do they stand for and what is the message here and like and not not saying that we should overthink our like entertainment you know but sometimes it's important to like consider what do you stand for and are you good for example are you supporting yeah i don't eat twix candy (laughs) like i will not eat a twix and it's so weird because now i've gotten kind of gotten over the idea that like 
I've under, I've kind of accepted that sexism is just an issue in this world, but I was a kid. I think I was like 12 and there was a Super Bowl commercial of a woman and it was a Twix commercial and she was heavily pregnant, had to be like nine months. And she's getting out of her car with groceries in her hands and her husband's getting out and she's like, hey, can you help me? And she turns and looks and he's staring at these chicks across the street who are washing a car like in their bathing suits, like cheerleader style. And he's just staring and she's like, hun, try and he, and it's like one of the, it was need a moment, get it. And he stuffs a Twix in his face. And I remember being 12 and being like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And so I told my mom, I said, I'm never going to eat a Twix again. And I have never eaten a Twix since. And like, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's recognizing when you see something that like upsets you and taking a stance on it, talking about it thinking critically through it and i mean maybe it's stupid at this point like maybe i could eat a fucking twix is my is my not eating a twix well, you changing know the twix? trade <laughs> <laughs> that too that too but like is it changing the world no but i get to talk about it i get to say sometimes like i don't eat this candy because something about that really pissed me off and it stayed well, with me it's the same thing with like for me um the the two ones that really get me in my area are um hobby lobby and chick-fil-a uh, Hobby Lobby was bad because they decided that their um, employee insurance was not going to cover birth control because it was yep. against their religious beliefs. Okay, uh, wait. Also, do you know that not only that's huge, and Hobby Lobby is also guilty of stealing cultural heritage from other countries. I don't know if you know about this, but the illegal artifact trade, they were stealing for the Bible museum that the owner owns. He was stealing artifacts. This is, was huge in the archaeology world. Stealing artifacts from other countries over the black market, stealing wow. them from other countries and putting them into his museum and using them to spin a false narrative about history the way he wanted to. Sorry. But yes, also denying women birth control. Hobby Lobby is so, such a fucked up place. All of my friends and I advocate for the five finger discount at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> um, I mean, he take, he's literally is stealing from other countries. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the, the worst one, the worst one, and the one that really bothers me is Chick-fil-A. And Chick-fil-A is, there are arguments for the fact that it is franchised in a way that not every single Chick-fil-A's money goes to the same place. Mm -hmm. However, enough Chick-fil-A's have, it's not just- Who's buying okay, a franchise of Chick-fil-A unless you- I need to put you... this out there. It's not just because they're a religious chicken company. I don't give a shit that they're religious. I give a shit that their CEO was spending Chick-fil-A money on conversion therapy camps. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yep. it, that's, it, that's not just, hey, I don't like gay people. That's no. actively traumatizing people because it's abuse it's abuse you're abusing it's pain people. it's pain for abuse yeah no absolutely and I, there's yeah. so many people i know who are like well it's good chicken and i'm sorry but this is not it's not a good excuse i don't give a shit if it's the best chicken you've ever put in your mouth also, why is like, that worth another there's human being's so humanity much, yeah there's so much other food in the world like yeah. literally so much other food just go eat something else yeah no i'm with you no i i also like Chick-fil-A. Also, the people who are buying franchise Chick-fil-A's are the people who agree with Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's not like a Chick-fil-A out there that's like, I bought this because I'm Fuck huge you, into gay rights. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, just taking, um, okay. uh, taking stances on things. It's like important. It and I, I fully agree in the concept of no ethical consumption under capitalism. The is, truth is, ugh. 
There is no there is no way for every single thing you buy or consume to be a hundred percent ethical, especially in a place of affordability. Like there mm-hmm. are just there are just situations. Clothing is you- my huge issue with that. Clothing is the one I'm always like, I can't afford fashion is a terrible industry and it is massively affordable for people like Mm -hmm. it is just there are limited options yep um and when you know for a fact there is something you can avoid that is problematic when you don't need to consume something that you know is problematic yep don't like it's just not it's not hard to find a different (laughs) hobby store it is not hard to find different chicken yep and it's not hard to not support transphobes <laughs> yeah it's also not hard to find a different rpg to play yeah. like i agree i agree and that's why like i said i am i am admitting here on the podcast i am gonna play it i will not be promoting it i will not be telling you how i feel about it i will not be telling you if i liked it i am going to play it in my own time on my own and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a proponent of the game or of the person whose brainchild it is. So that's kind of my thing on it. But anyway, I just thought it'd be interesting to talk about because I feel like yeah. we do talk about the fact we are gamers. We stream. Yeah. We, you know, this is part of what we do as, as this podcast is based on an online friendship. We game a lot. So I figured talking about some games sometimes is, is a good idea. Yeah, but, um. Okay. That was a little serious segment, which is good because all of our other podcasts have been <laughs> completely off the rails. <laughs> our first one, honestly, I'm in a weird space where I'm excited for our first episode, but I'm more excited for our second episode. I am like, I know we've grown and I kind of just want to be like, bear with me. Like, but like, please, if you can make it through the first one, I promise it gets better. No, I don't know if it's because we had already tried to record our first episode twice. And at this point we were just like, can we just get this out? But we were like horny. <laughs> the entire time and we hadn't dialed in the audio quite yet no so, like, so it's I'm just us screaming, screaming and, and i'm whispering and half the time i can't hear you <laughs> but we have though it's just the one we got it in the next yep. one it's fine everything's yep. fine mm-hmm. so just bear, do, bear with that first one um i do want to do um babs and i've been ch- talking about doing cooking yes episodes but i think that might be better as a patreon option yeah just because yeah. it's going to be visual only yeah. so if you guys are interested in that let us know in the comments yes we can also we could also just upload it to youtube that time if we don't have like a ton of yeah. but I, the basic idea would be that bell and i would pick a recipe uh and we'd both get high and by the end of the podcast we'd have to have completed the recipe or to, uh, the goal is to complete the recipe and see who gets it like most right. Most likely, I'll green out. I also and stop like the concept cooking. of a chop challenge. Yes, that's what we want to do. We want to get an ingredient in there that like and then we, we just have both to include. Make a thing. Yep. Inevitably, yeah. I'll probably forget the, in- the ingredient. I just like <laughs> I don't know. When I get high, I get high. Like <laughs> it's bad. The other night, the other night, Dakota had messaged us and was like, "Do you someone want to play tonight? I'm off." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm so down." He's like, "I'm gonna eat dinner." Uh, and then I'll be on. And I was like, I'm just going to eat like half of an edible. I'll be fine. And the next thing I knew, it was like 3 a.m. And I was drooling on my couch. I was like, 
where am I? And I like just double back up to bed. Like it knocks me out. It's so bad. I don't know. I'm not a. I I have no uh, tolerance. Anki's been exploring his tolerance, and therefore, um, there's been a lot of edibles in my house lately. And for some reason, I used to have the a, like a decent tolerance. Like I used to have a really good tolerance, but now ten milligrams knocks me on my ass. Like. It's not, it's not terrible, like, I can handle it, but anything more than 10 milligrams, and not only am I raging headache for some reason, but also crying. <laughs> I have to, I have to warn people, when I get very drunk, very high on anything, crying is almost inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. went on a yeah. trip the other day trip um and uh at one point i literally i remember i was staring at my tv console and and he was off doing his own thing i'm staring at my tv console and all of a sudden i'm just like crying and i i remember the exact words that i said and looking back on it i was like wow that was we were watching that 70s show like where the fuck did that come from but i literally just stared at the tv console and went I fundamentally do not want to exist, but I also don't want to die. And then just burst into tears. Man, that 70s show. Okay, Deep but I subliminal will say, messaging. I will say, it has been twice now that we have gone on a trip and watched, we started with that 90s show, which was surprisingly How, yeah. delightful. Really? I, like, am so anti that show. I don't know why. <laughs> Have you watched it? No. It's just the idea of them trying to, like, revive that 70s show it, makes me, like, okay. I, I, they set it up that they could do a second season, and in the moment I wanted more, but I'd be fine if they ended it there. It was, it was well done. The one complaint that I have is that they replaced the fake gay trope of Fez because Fez has always been kind of a gay trope uh -huh. um, with an actual gay trope. Okay. And I feel bad saying this, but something about that actor's voice annoys the absolute shit out of me. It is just That's like, fair. it is so high pitched and so annoying and I hated every moment of it. <laughs> I always got the sense that Fez was bi. For sure. I, yeah, I, can I always got the sense that he would go both ways in the right situation. Yeah, not even the right situation. Like, I think that Any was, situation. I think that if it hadn't have been so, like, uh, taboo, yeah. even when it was airing. So while it was filmed in the 90s, I still feel like it was, you know, kind of not okay to bring it up. But, um, yeah, he would absolutely have been at least bi, if not yeah. fully gay. And I would have been so into it. He's yeah. hot. Yeah. Him and Kelso and um, Jackie should have been a threesome. Oh. A thruple. <laughs> what a hot thruple that would have been, too. Oh, my God. But anyway, back to my original point was that that oh, 70s crying. show and 90s show. Well, that oh, 90s that. show was a pretty good pretty good sequel it, it did it did what it was supposed to i enjoyed it especially like red and kitty are the best um, yes it's true but like watching that show on a trip was so wild it was like living 10 lives 
in one. Like simultaneously, like, like it's just with like all an existential of crisis every episode. So you're just like going through it every episode. But it oh was my so God. satisfying. It was very good. I highly recommend it to anybody who is interested in that journey while tripping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think it's funny you said that we like you always cry because I feel like when you and I like when we like we were talking about at the beginning like to fully circle back like communicating and how like sometimes we're too busy to get back to each other or not but the one time we always know to answer each other is when it's like a 2 a.m call on messenger and you're like all right something's going down and it's usually inevitably one of us bawling our eyes out because we are drunk over something crazy and it like same i always cry i always cry i yeah <laughs> It's just like whatever I've been I think it's because you and I are very good at bottling up our own shit in order to help other people feel what they need to feel. And so when we finally had like are like altered in some way, we're like, oh god, I can't keep this in anymore. I have to feel something right now. Yeah. It it kind of leaks. So I have ten million thoughts in a day. And most of them are self depreciating deprecating? Deprecating? Dep- yeah. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. Um yeah. And I've worked really hard to not always exist in that space, but part of working really hard to not always exist in that space is to not acknowledge those thoughts, to compartmentalize them. And when I have lower inhibitions, 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 wow, I'm not even drunk. Inhibition. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Intermission? Intermissions. It's it's difficult to put those things in boxes you can't you can't compartmentalize you can't shut it down so it comes flooding out of me um and i just get really paranoid Mm -hmm. dude i've been on first dates where i've gotten tipsy and been like oh (laughs) shit (laughs) i'm about to tear up (laughs) talking about my cats (laughs) yeah i mean i i uh we talked about this on our first episode, but unfortunately it didn't make the cut because of sound issues. But um, I, last time I had a family, well, not the last time, the time before that, whatever, family dinner at my dad's house. Um, I'm getting used to the fact that I can drink in front of my parents. And I had a few drinks, mm-hmm. did not realize how empty my stomach was and accidentally got drunk. While my dad decided to have a heart to heart. And I was sitting there trying not to bring up every trauma I've experienced in my childhood and failing miserably to the point where I had to like get up and go to the bathroom because I'm like I'm either going to spill my guts on the most random unrelevant things or I'm going to cry yeah (laughs) yeah I think I I, did I say this in the I either said it in one of our podcast episodes and I apologize or in the part that we cut too but like like I got this not as emotional as this but like I was super drunk once and I was talking to my mom on the phone and I told her that I did anal for the first time oh yeah (laughs) why am I telling my mother this (laughs) she took it pretty well though props on her no she did and it's it's a it's a it's a sign of how our relationship is much better functioning as friends than it is as mother daughter. But I still will not forget that I was just like, yeah, hey, have you ever tried? I was like, hey, mom. I asked her too. I was like, have you ever done anal? And she's like, no. And I was like, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But I had similar conversations with my mother. Yeah. It's Should really just- fascinating setting up that like transition 
of like mm-hmm. realizing that you have a better relationship with your mother as a friend than as a mom and like the way I talk to my friends is way different than I talk to my parents but that's how I talk to my mom yep <laughs> yeah no it is it is really interesting because like there's so many things that you think are taboo but then you when you get older you're like wait no like my mother is like a version of me that has been through the same type of shit that I've been through gets this probably and if I just start talking about it eventually we'll all be comfortable with the fact that we can just talk about this she actually it's so funny she texted me today she was like do you want to go to a happy hour event tomorrow night and I was like actually I got a date and she was like this is actually hilarious she was like oh with who like that's cool and so I like sent her a screenshot I was like this guy talking back and forth and she's like oh he's a Pisces like is that safe for two Pisces (laughs) yes mother I was like actually you're quite correct there's situations where it's not safe but like in this situation I think it's fine um but then she started asking, she was like, isn't Tinder just for, and she sent me an eggplant emoji. Mm. And I was like, for dick? Like, kind of. It's like, it's, but it's, it's got, it's evolved a little bit. Like, that was the original purpose was for hookups. And she goes back, she's like, so if I made a Tinder profile, um, would guys be sending me, would guys be only be asking me for, and then she sent me the eggplant emoji again. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you, I was like, what do you, what is your definition of the eggplant emoji? Because if you're thinking of gay sex, then uh, you're thinking about grinder. Or are you saying sex? Like I couldn't figure it out because the why way she was putting it in. Be gay sex only. No, because she, the way she phrased it, she said like, "Are you?" She's like, "If if a man, if I'm if if I'm on Tinder and a man sends me a message that says I want, and then the eggplant emoji, <laughs> is that is that what that is that like what happens on there?" And I was like guys aren't normally asking you for dick and she was like oh i thought that the eggplant emoji meant sex and i was like no mom (laughs) i mean it could but you have to add some other things (laughs) other emojis so i'm like telling my mom how to use the eggplant emoji properly (laughs) a beautiful moment bonding Mm -hmm. moment yeah, I was sitting there laughing on my way home. I was like, okay. I think yeah. all kids imagine having to teach their parents something, especially in the age of technology, but I don't think most of them imagine having to teach their parents how to sext on the internet. No. <laughs> no. And it was funny because she was definitely like, I don't know, like, if things go keep going, like, I may end up going on webs like, Oh, and she was asking me, like, how do you figure out the guys that only want dick? And also, the or she kept putting the eggplant. I was like, Mom, it's not, they don't want dick, they want sex. <laughs> I will say that's the best thing about women on dating apps versus men, is women are mostly upfront about what they want. They're like, yes. hey, I'm looking for this. If you can't satisfy it, GTFO. Whereas men will yep. pay the long con. Yes, just, just get to laid. get in your pants. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, that's what I was telling her. So I was like, there's nuance to it. Like you have to, you can recognize pretty quickly by pictures and like uh, the, their eyes. But then if you if you miss that, it's usually by like how they initiate the conversation. I was like, you just learn. You gotta mm-hmm. learn. There's just like, there's like things. And then, and even then you still miss the signs sometimes and get fucked over. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> But, Speaking of getting fucked yeah. over, how about some truth or dare? Yes, let's do the last 10 minutes. Let's do some truth or dare. All right. We have 
Oh, that's the wrong. Well, truth or truth is how we're playing this because we can't actually do dares. On I the mean, game. we could do dares, I guess, kind of, maybe. Like, if they were, like, applicable to something we could do on screen. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't no, like that face. That's, that's too <laughs> much. That's too much work. <laughs> this is a long. These are long game dares. Okay. True. Have you ever drunkenly stolen something? Yes. Yes. What did you drunkenly steal? I've stolen glassware and silverware and coasters from restaurants. Uh, I don't think I've ever drunkenly stolen things, but when I was a kid uh, at my middle school, there was a student store that I worked at that I used to steal from, and then the book fair. I would always steal from the book fair. I feel like... It's way worse to admit that as a child you were stealing from the book fair than me being like, yeah, I was drunk and I took some glassware home. Like, Listen, <laughs> the book here. fair was ridiculous and not everybody can afford it and they had really cool erasers and I wanted them. Who is the long-term thief? Who is someone who has been thieving since childhood? All right. It's me. I'm the problem. Okay. Um. Um, have you ever had an erotic dream about someone in this room? <laughs> well, technically, you're not in this room. Not. I don't think I actually have had an erotic dream about you. Despite having a crush on you when we first met, I've never had a sex dream about you. Yeah, I don't think I have. I think I you've been in my dreams before. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've been in my dreams once or twice, but never in a sex dream. Yeah, never. But you know, what? women appear in my dreams a lot. I know they're usually they're always accompanied by men yeah we did talk about this there's always a man involved but they're that women sometimes they like to yeah Ooh. they like to make appearances Ooh. what's the weirdest porn you've ever seen <laughs> that you're willing oh, to admit few. on the internet there's a few <laughs> okay wait should we make it that you got off to oh should we like up the ante all right fair do it okay all right all right so this isn't even gonna seem that weird probably to some people but it's um it's hentai but it was hentai. real life hentai but it was real life. you can tell i'm a reader not a doer <laughs> talker anyway it was it was irl like the woman like they like they're <laughs> i don't even know how to explain this someone has seen this though i'm sure but this it was like a cool. real woman and they were like real mechanical lit like and they were like Stuff. that's so cute it I was hot <laughs> no but you watch the real shit you don't watch the like it was cr it was I've weird it like an, i've watched the real stuff like, an, like the actual like yeah it looked like yeah. an 80s it looked like an 80s tarzan film like that was the vibe that was giving off with those because a lot of the time they don't look very real like you can you can really tell yeah you can see the like, like thing on a stick and you're just like yeah. No, okay. the one I saw was impressive. The one I saw took, made me think of, like, the Alien movie, but in a Ooh, hot way. I like that. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I got off to that one. I'm trying to think. There was definitely another... I have some... I, I don't know if I can admit to some of my weird kinks. Yeah, I'm I, not going to answer that. I'm going to be fully, on, fully honest in the fact that I'm not going to be fully honest. I'm not yeah, going we'll to talk admit. Off, we could talk <laughs> off screen about the weird... Because there are definitely some other ones I've gotten off to where afterwards <laughs> I've been like... Maybe I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I read a lot of um 
watching porn or reading porn is a different thing because I've watched a lot of weird porn that I won't always admit to, but I think some of the weirder things have come from reading porn. There's a site called Literotica, and it's Mm. just all erotic stories, and I frequent the horror porn category a lot. Yeah, horror porn is weird. (laughs) There's some weird stuff in there. Um, But I guess the one that I want to bring up is... um, I watched this video that I think you would like. <laughs> Send it along. It, it is it is good for the audience if you're a connoisseur. Um, <laughs> it is a really, really surprisingly well done Mercy porn video. Who? Mercy from Overwatch. Mercy! Yes. And the whole video is like, apparently she's trying to conceive... But she's doing it with the help of a robot, and the robot is telling her that the more she orgasms, the better chances she'll have of conceiving. And so it's just like the robot is, like, stimulating her until she can't handle it anymore. And it is really well done. Like, I want to shake the hand of that porn animator. Like, it's a really good porn. So speaking of that, okay, speaking of both of the things you just said, Mercy reading and (laughs) – I. I have gotten off to a lot of erotica surrounding Reaper and Mercy. Yes. That I have read. Yes. I'm a Mercy Kill stan. Where like, do you find oh my that? god. I've just Googled, just Google what you're looking for and they'll so find there's many not, like, websites. a specific website that you look No, I've just found there well, I think there was one that there was like someone releasing chapters regularly of the series. Oh, it's violent and aggressive and hot, mm-hmm. and they hate each other, and they're on opposite side, like teams, but they fuck each other. Oh my yeah. god! It gives Enemies me all the fucking... lovers trope, baby. Oh. There is actually, I read a thing the other day about like there's so many women who are very into the enemies to lovers thing, and part of that is women are. So so emotionally deprived sometimes <laughs> that they like the idea of a man who hates everyone but them. But them. They um, are the center. Uh, they are excuse- the exception. <laughs> you literally know every guy that I've been into. Yep. That is how I've always believed yep. it to be. That is my biggest problem. And the lovers, the enemy to lovers trope tells me that that is the case. So. I have a problem with that trope. I love it. But yes. That's a dumb uh, question. I'm going to skip it because we were in one together. But the question for the audience was... A threesome? No. <laughs> I wish. Um, have you ever been in a sex shop? Oh, we've been in question. like... We were like in five in one day. <laughs> Ooh, have you ever walked in on someone else masturbating? Yes. Do tell. Yes. Uh, I lived, so growing up, my mom and I lived with a bunch of different people because, like, we were poor and we'd hop around. But towards the, when I, when we moved back from Mexico to New Jersey, we lived with my best friends from my childhood who were twin boys. And I went to public, it was my first time going to public high school and we lived with them. And they were two horny teenage boys. Their friends were always over. Like, I hung out with all of them all the time. And I just, one of the twins was, I guess I just like ran up to their bedroom to like go in and like get them or something. I remember opening the door and he was under, he was under his covers and you could just see that happening. And he like was like, get out. And I was like, I'm sorry. And like, I like ran out, but I, I did not understand what was happening. That's how prude I was. I was in (laughs) high school and I was like, I don't understand what I just did. What did I just do? (laughs) 
Like I had no idea, but I learned quickly because they always. Like, I actually loved those guys because they were twin brothers. I swear to God, like they're the only reasons I'm a well-adjusted adult now. Like they taught me everything. Like they told me all about stuff. They explained shit to me. They made sure public high school wasn't hell. Like they introduced me to video games. Like they are the reason I think I actually made it. I made it out of homeschooling into kind of semi-normal human state. Um, but anyway, yeah, I have walked in my guy masturbating. I have not. I've walked in on many people having sex, but I think only one person masturbating. And that was him. Many people. Many. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I don't think I've Rumi- ever walked in on anyone having sex. I walked into my parents doing it with my stepdad and my mom. Uh, that was awkward because I came into the house because I didn't know anyone was home. Mm-hmm. I just went and walked in and they were in the guest room and I walked past the doorway. Um, my old roommates walked in on them all the time. But that's also their fault. They would just do it anywhere. And I'd be like, mm. excuse me. <laughs> I live here. Um, thanks. Uh, yeah i am i hope i'm a grandma having sex in my 70s oh i better be having like even if i'm not with somebody (laughs) i'm gonna be i'm gonna be doing swinging i'm gonna be a swinger i'm gonna be in a nursing home and spreading whatever stds we're all spreading i don't give a fuck i'm old it's time to die anyway i'm gonna be fucking everyone like i'm not giving up my sex life just because i'm old no fucking way i I love how we are in the retirement home yep that's how you'll know I we have to end it and we've come full circle talking about sex again (laughs) (laughs) we always end up here we're always talking about sex it's the sex cast oh my god um all right shout outs yeah bell um I recently created a twitter uh yes she did just literally like right before the podcast she liked it literally (laughs) right before this podcast I don't know Elon Musk took to hell but honestly I just want a place to ship post my text thoughts so if you want to hear me ship post my every thought um follow me on twitter uh link tree will be available in the description um uh twitch also every Wednesday night I'm on and available and playing new shit so follow me there and yeah that's that's all i got sweet um squeaky 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 um i i don't really have anything i feel like i don't have much to shout out this week actually i guess i'll shout out i'll shout out my only fans since we always talk about sex anyway um i am using it to supplement my life it's been incredible you guys are awesome i think everyone's enjoying it i have a lot of new content i need to create please if you do follow me on there and you sub and you're watching this do me a favor send me some ideas on there send i'm a little i'm a little dry my creativity has been dead i'm so busy but like my creativity lately has even on instagram and all my stuff has been kind of like so if there's anything you want to see let me know i'm going to shout out everybody to shout out me with ideas um but my links are all down there too um in terms to follow honestly also like this is like our third episode so like subscribe to the youtube oh yeah listen to us on spotify like share subscribe to the spotify to the apple to this youtube give us all the shares if you like us tell your friends about us make sure your parents know that we're out here no don't (laughs) Don't i really don't want i don't want parents listening to this honestly but um unless you're cool but yeah just shout us out that my shout out is for you to shout us out (laughs) (laughs) shout out to our viewers we love Shout you out all to our so much. I mean, that's like a sarcastic, like you everybody says possible. that, but legitimately, anybody no, watching I mean, this, you get you rock. <laughs> for real. There's like two people who are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> me. 
Um, talking to me? You talking to me, man? <laughs> All right. Oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, now I have to go post our first podcast. <laughs> Merry oh. Christmas to all and to all a good night. To all a good night. <laughs> the end.